At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. We begin number two of the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds here at South Point Casino in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. And Wes, I've been wondering all summer, mm-hmm. what am I missing on the reigning defending Super Bowl champion LA Rams? You were trying to do the Bruce Buffer. I can't but do it. I can't defending, do it. reigning, defending Super Bowl. But I look at the Rams on paper and I go, well, they're clearly head and shoulders above everybody else in the NFC West. But you're going to give me plus money on the Rams to win the division, right? Mm-hmm. And I go, well, they're still one of the top, what, three teams in the NFC? And I know nobody's repeated since the mid-2000s with Tom Terrific and the, and the Patriots back in the day. So it's really hard to repeat. We get all that. But we knew about one thing. And I wonder if this is why the numbers haven't been off the boards and off the charts for the Rams to repeat as division champs and ultimately get back possibly to a Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford, we knew of a lingering arm situation. It's been a couple months. This has not been a secret. And I keep going, well, this seems interesting to me that we're really not talking about it a whole lot. Now it feels like we're starting to talk about it. And so Matthew Stafford, for those that don't know, they're calling it basically like a tennis elbow. Yes. Right? So the Rams are are downplaying it. We just saw the Jets downplay Makai Becton, and he might be gone for the year. Not saying this is going to be the situation with Matthew Stafford. But does it give you any pause that if you look at the Rams quarterback room, that's what we do a lot in the preseason. You really start to look at the depth of some of these teams. Like, for instance, I look at the Eagles, and if Jalen Hurts isn't the guy, 
Gardner Minshew is another guy. So I kind of like the Eagles as a solid play, barring a, a quarterback catastrophe, to possibly still get their numbers. If nine can't go for the Rams, and you got to go to a kid out of Wake Forest, potentially, who, oh, by the way, Wofford, who is not going to get any run, it looks like, in the preseason as well. And then you got Bryce Perkins at a UVA. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is not a sexy quarterback room if nine has any lingering issues with his with his arm. Do you have any concern here that Matthew Stafford might not be the same Matthew Stafford we saw in the Super Bowl with one of those great look-away passes that only arm talent can really do? Yeah, I, I think you have to have some concern. And look, the Rams... The market was a little bit against them anyway, because they're always going to be, I think, with some of these Super Bowl champions. Keep in mind, the Rams were the number four seed in the NFC, mm -hmm. so it's not like they were necessarily the best team in the regular season, nope. but they certainly, you know, found their found their stead at, at least at the right time and ran it all the way to a Lombardi trophy. And we remember, you know, a couple days after they they won that Lombardi out there in Los Angeles, it was like, okay, is Aaron Donald going to retire? Sean is Sean McVay going to go do TV? for a couple years and there was some doubt and then they all decided to run it back of course uh andrew whitworth on the offensive line he does retire mm -hmm. but now you know you're adding new pieces you added alan robinson the receiving core uh are they still in play for odell beckham uh he is currently not signed anywhere as of yet but a couple other teams might be showing some interest but the Rams, you were kind of looking at it, and I was trying to profile them like, okay, what are they going to look like? And uh, as we've been talking about all these different props, like yardage props and TD props, I would lean a little bit down in terms of Stafford just because simply I think the Rams might run the ball a little bit more because now they do have a healthy Cam Akers, mm -hmm. which they did not have all last season. So if anything, I, I like kind of the Akers props over if you're playing these individual like yards or touchdown props, what have you, if you really delve into those markets. But yeah, certainly there has to be a lot of concern. And uh, we've already seen it for week one. And we already saw the move, I think, before this news kind of came uh -huh. out about Stafford's injury. Buffalo is the opening game uh, Thursday night, September 8th. That is the first game, of course. That is a banner night, Super Bowl banner night for the Rams. They already got the rings in a ceremony privately <laughs> a couple weeks ago. But now all of a sudden you got a Buffalo team who a lot of people thought was one of the better teams in the NFL last year. And they're coming in motivated like we want that, man. So they're chomping at the bit to go ahead and get these guys. And you've already seen it now in the market. I think they had moved to pick them or maybe minus one. You're seeing some two Twos. and a halves now wow. in, in the market. It, uh, on the Buffalo Bills. And I think that's, uh, you know, kind of half and half because the market's really high on the Bills. Every bookmaker I've talked to out here, at least in Las Vegas, has said we're getting avalanche of Bills futures money. You know, wow. Bills to win the Super Bowl, Bills to win the AFC, Bills obviously AFC East, a division uh, prop and whatnot. So the Bills, I think the market feels like maybe that they're the best team going into this 2022 season. So they're getting support. But part of this might be going against the Rams a little bit with some of this uncertainty. I look at the, the, the total at 52 and a half in week one. And I go right now to me, that screams under for all the reasons you just mentioned. I know primetime Thursday night, Monday night games. They because you know that the over is going to get some support. That's right. Me. It's going to get bet up. But to me, this has got fool's gold written all over it. That because of the issues they have offensively, you mentioned the offensive line with Whitworth out Stafford. We don't know what he's going to look like come week one. Obviously he's a veteran. Some are putting him in the Hall of Fame now. Yeah, it's like, well, well, I mean, I think he should be, but he did but, lead, but, but he led the league in the interceptions when he was healthy last year in the regular season, right? And now he's not healthy. And he's he's got to get some chemistry, you would think, with Robinson. Yes. Obviously, he is going to be 
you know, your number two, even your number two receiver, because Cup is obviously the primary target. But teams, I think, are going to be like, well, we got to stop Cup. If right. we stop them, we'll let Robinson or some of these other receivers, you know, try to beat us instead of letting Cup beat us. So. Yeah, I mean, you didn't expect you were going to see Stafford a lot in the preseason anyway, so I'm kind of being cautious instead of, uh, you know, just immediately selling the Rams, you know, pretty much everywhere across the board. But the longer this lingers, though, you do get more concerned. And by the way, props to you. You had the Rams, I believe this time last year, to win the Super Bowl, right? So you got obviously the best number you can get. And they cashed that ticket for you last year. Now they're 11-1. Now, again, I look at the NFC as a whole big picture. And I go, it doesn't – got to run the gauntlet in the AFC. Mm-hmm. We know that the AFC West alone, whoever comes out of that and wins that, that's going to be a war of attrition right there. In the NFC, it does not look like – we'll find out how it plays out. But it does not look like a powerful conference. There doesn't look like there's one clear best team in the NFC. And 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 maybe not so in the AFC, even though the market's kind of saying the Bills. But not necessarily so in the Chiefs short or right. who else is going to emerge. Maybe it's Baltimore. Maybe it's the Chargers or somebody like that. Perhaps it's the Colts. I don't know. But in the NFC, you don't really have one clear team. Because the Rams, I think, are, uh, you know, being that they're the defending champions, you know, kind of tepid support for them in the market. You're seen Tampa Bay even get bet mm-hmm. against a little bit in week one. I think Dallas saw some money last week, mainly due to those offensive line injuries. Now with uh, Ryan Jensen uh, being out for the foreseeable Huge. future. So the entire interior of that Tampa Bay offensive line that was protecting a now uh, about to turn 45 year old quarterback is gone. Uh, you know, uh, it was Marpet that retired. The other guard, I believe, signed a free agent deal with Cincinnati. So, you know, there's cause for concern. And it's still a new head coach, even though the system and the offense with Byron Lethwich still the OC is very much the same. But now all of a sudden, Todd Bowles steps up from defensive coordinator to be a head coach for the second time in the National Football League. So that's still a big move. That's still a little bit of a difference, even though the schemes are basically the same. What stuns me, too, uh, about the Rams here, and, and this is a report coming out of the L.A. Times, that with, with Stafford in the bad elbow, right, that John Wolford, the backup, is not going to play in the preseason. So, again, when you look at the Rams in week number one, they're going to play their uh, crosstown rival. They're not even crosstown. They're, they're they, they, you know, sharing the stadium there at SoFi. The Chargers, Chargers are three-and-a-half-point favorites here in mm-hmm. preseason week number one. Now, bigger picture. Now, Bryce Perkins, who played a lot in the preseason last year at EVA, he's a good running quarterback, and I know you like that when you're starting to look at handicaps in the preseason. But – what is the – why would you not play John Walford is my question. If he's your backup – and he's also, by the way, a pretty good running quarterback as well. Maybe the passing is a little bit of the issue. But they are concerned that Stafford – It's he's not going to officially miss time as of yet. But they are worried about that in the regular season. Yeah. And if you're worried about that, why wouldn't you play Walford if the report is true – uh, in the preseason and just going to play Bryce Perkins. Yeah, I think maybe where there's smoke, there's fire there yes. because, uh, you know, the fact that, hey, this is our best guy of the remaining three and we're going to have to have him healthy perhaps for week one, depending on how long this goes with Stafford. And they're maybe, you know, are they taking extra precaution or are they taking the rifle precaution? Because the other two quarterbacks on the roster, Bryce Perkins uh, played at UVA, the number three. And then I believe they signed, uh, at least last week, they signed Luis Perez, mm. who's played in the AAF and, 
the XFL as, so as their number four is, guy. You think this is really McVeigh safeguarding the room if Stafford is in fact banged up? So I don't want to get this the backup banged I up. I lean a little bit to that uh, because there's still a lot of uncertainty. I think that there's some there there. Yeah. But I don't necessarily want to say, okay, it's totally panic time because this could be Sean McVeigh maybe playing a little bit coy here and just being like, hey, we're just taking the ultimate precaution here and, and not having, you know, to have our number two guy uh, get hurt like John Walford. But there's something there, but I don't know how much there is there. Okay, so without us knowing exactly what is there, but there is something there. I mean, well, this is what we're trying to get at before you make those future wagers. And you look at the NFC West, okay, and then you see that there's still plus twenty to win the division. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's no way you can get me to bet on Seattle with the quarterback. Right, because you got about, one team that has no chance. They, they just, they're not going to really have a shot. Arizona, we know about Hopkins, six-game suspension, the turmoil there with Kyler Murray. It's the Niners. The Niners are, are what the betting public is telling you. This is the team that you have to wager on here, but it's less than $2, mm-hmm. and they're going to Trey Lance. Do you trust that situation more? at a better number plus number with the Niners to win the division, or would you still trust the Rams and hope that, all right, Stafford's going to be okay. I'll play the dollar 20. Yeah. I mean, if you made me, I still say the Rams are going to win this division. However, when you look at San Francisco, there's uncertainty there. You know, what are they going to do? Where's Jimmy G going to land? What are they going to get in terms of compensation for him? If it's not just draft picks, are they going to get maybe a player that can fill in a position of need? Uh, I still think San Francisco is very well coached. Miko Ryans did a great job Mm -hmm. his first year at defensive coordinator. Kyle Shanahan, of course, still runs the offense there with he's pretty much the offensive coordinator, but laying six and a half uh, against Chicago. San Francisco is going to be a popular teaser play, though, in week one. Plus $2 to win the West. Do you trust Kyle Shanahan that much with a second-year, wink-wink, rookie quarterback? When we come back, let's talk about college football and the work you did in the betting guide and get some edges out there for the public. Come on back. It's the Lombardi Line here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that ladies and gentlemen please welcome sam cassell to point game i remember you came out from crying tears <laughs> crying tears. i mean he was in a culture shock and then he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning remember what i told you i said i said og you think i can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving for every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes 
so you can see changes in all of the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. Visa is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. We roll on the Lombardi line. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds, and we've been talking a lot about the football guys here at VEASAN. The college guide is already out. The NFL guide is coming soon. You do a diligent work on both of those. It's great work. And I, I always say for a resource for, for betters, if you're being serious in this space, you got to get the betting guides now. So the college football betting guide is already out. You primarily worked on a couple of conferences, and one I want to focus on today is the ACC because it feels like a couple of different streams of thought are going into play here. One, this is Clemson revenge tour. Mm -hmm. And by the way, their season was not a disaster last year. Yeah, they still won 10 games, and it's like, <laughs> man, it, it almost felt like they were like 5-8 and eight or something. Right, you felt like this is some huge drop-off, and obviously, you know, Dabo is, is the standard now is way much higher than it used to be. So it felt like a fall-off, even though they won double-digit games. Now, they are the favorites to win the ACC at minus $1.40, the prohibitive favorite. The next betting favorite there would be Miami, mm -hmm. which surprises me. So let me start there before we get the, the school I know that you like, and I do too, and that's don't turn your back on the Wolfpack at 8-1 to one at NC State. But Miami's the one I want to start here. Are they really back? Because we've been waiting for the U to come back. Do you think this is really the time now, another coaching change, and yet does it feel better now uh, with Mario Cristobal at the helm. I think back is a relative term. I don't think uh, because we just so happen on one of our monitors here. I think uh, they're showing one of the old 30 yeah, yeah, for right. 30s on the U. So now that I'm looking and seeing Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson, Johnson next to a national championship trophy, it's like they're not that back <laughs> okay. down there in Coral Gables yet. But look, they're going with a, a guy that won two national championships as a player there. And Mario Cristobal is part of that offensive line. Won one with Jimmy Johnson mm -hmm. and then won one with Darren Dennis Erickson. So they're hiring one of their own to try to see if he can get him back. And look, they gave him a 10 year, $80 million contract. Oof. So uh, he's going to have his time. And look, I think Mario Cristobal, one thing we know about this guy is that he can recruit. He is one of the best recruiters in the country when he was on Saban staff at mm -hmm. Alabama. I think he's, he's more where he needs to be in terms of recruiting the type of player that he needs to try to recruit. He tried to kind of do that and be like the, the, SEC school at Oregon, which right. you can't really do. You know, you have to really concentrate on California, Texas, and the Pacific Northwest. Miami, you can kind of recruit a little bit more nationally. You obviously have the state of Florida and right there in your own city. You got to win the state of Florida, though. Yeah, for, to exactly. Truly be back. Exactly. But you're still getting kids from, you know, the Eastern Seaboard yeah. and, you know, from New York and New Jersey, Pennsylvania, the D.C., Maryland, Virginia mm -hmm. area. But largely, it's going to be mostly Florida kids. But Miami, I did not bet them to win the ACC. I did bet them to win the Coastal Division oh. because I think the Coastal Division is very wide open. And, and just looking at Miami to kind of break down their team as at first, I, they might have ended up the season a little bit better last year. I know they were kind of had their eggs with Eric King, the mm -hmm. Houston transfer. He gets hurt. But then all of a sudden they discovered a guy by the name of Tyler Van Dyke. And maybe he's the first great quarterback in a long time down there at Miami. 2,931 yards, uh, 25 to 6 TD to interception ratio. He was getting the hang of Rhett Lashley's offense. Rhett Lashley, though, the offensive coordinator, now moves to SMU mm -hmm. as the head coach. They ran like a little bit of a modified air raid. But – 
They're bringing in Josh Gaddis, who won the uh, Brawls Award last year uh, as the uh, offensive coordinator up there at Michigan. So I don't know how much tinkering Josh Gaddis is going to do at the offense. Uh, also a new defensive coordinator. You have Kevin Steele, longtime guy in the SEC. He's going to clean up some things, I think, with Miami. Because when you watch that team, they were starting, I think, five freshmen on defense at the end of the year. So you saw a lot of undisciplined play. You saw a lot of missed tackles. You sure. saw a lot of terrible angles, Missed you know, assignments. dropping interceptions that are right in your hand. So he's going to clean up the details. Charlie Strong, by the way, also on yeah. that staff as an assistant defensive coordinator who is a, a pretty good recruiter in his own right, knows the state of Florida very well. So it's all going to, I mean, Miami's going to go as far probably as Tyler Van Dyke is going to take them. And I think Van Dyke, I think this guy is going to be a first round draft pick come next April. I think a very deep quarterback draft. Jalen Knighton uh, was suspended for the first four games last season. He is their running back. They got a pretty deep running back uh, unit there at Miami. They got three starters back on the offensive line. I think the offense, you know, it might take a couple games, but I think that they're going to be fine. So I like Miami in that coastal just simply because I think that there's a couple teams in that coastal that are going to be down. I think Pittsburgh's going to take a little bit of a step back yeah, because I, they have a they have a new offensive coordinator, Mark Whipple, who is the guy that got Kenny Pickett, kind of helped him to become a first round mm -hmm. draft pick. They had one of the better offenses in the country. They were really explosive, but now they lose Jordan Addison, the Bolitnikoff Award receiver. He now goes to USC with Lincoln Riley. So they do have a, a new uh, coordinator there. It's going to be Frank Signetti Jr., who was the pit coordinator in 2009. He is more of a run-first guy. Now, maybe he makes the adjustment, you know, and says, okay, I've got Keaton Slovis now uh, uh, here at quarterback, so we're going to throw the football a little bit more. But it's going to be hard to duplicate 41.4 points a game and almost 500 yards offense. I'm with you on that. It just feels like it might, it might be a step back for Pitt, a step up for Miami. But the, I think the team that you like – if I'm reading between the tea leaves here to really maybe surprise would be don't turn your back on the Wolfpack. NC State, Dave Doran and what he's got down there. We always talk about continuity. They might have outside of Clemson the most continuity going into this season. Didn't get to play in that bowl game last year with the COVID issues. But how high are you on this Wolfpack team? Well, I, I mean, I think that they could be very good. Now, they got to avoid the pitfall, and they're getting bet to their win total, yep. and I would still lean over eight and a half. But they've got to avoid the pitfall that their rival, North Carolina, fell into. Remember, North Carolina had all the hype last oh, year yeah. in the ACC. It's like, okay, they're going to be the one that steps up and challenges Clemson. And what, it, you know, and Mac Brown, you know, really kind of hyped them up, too. You he know, did. Mac Brown being the salesman said, okay, I think we can be really good. What do they do? They go to Black. A very mediocre Virginia Tech team, and they lose in week one, and then all of a sudden the Sam Howe Heisman campaign went a, a disastrous yeah, opening yeah. game. And 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 when you saw them in that bowl game oh. against South Carolina, they got absolutely punked in that mm -hmm. Duke's Mayo Bowl. So can Dave Doran kind of avoid the pitfalls at least a little bit of Mac Brown? This team was nine and three. Last year, uh, best season in nine years. Uh, the three-point loss at Wake Forest, I think, really kept them out of that ACC title game against Pittsburgh. Devin Leary is the quarterback. Devin Leary, very consistent. He broke the uh, record of Phillip Rivers for uh, uh, touchdown passes last year. If you look, he only has seven interceptions on 550 passes the last two seasons. So consistency, two of the top three receivers are back. Now they got to replace uh, both their top running backs left for the NFL and went undrafted. So 
they got to find a way, okay, who's going to step up for that running game? The defense, I think, should be very good. They've got a lot of super seniors coming back. They only gave up, I believe, less than 20 a game, had 15 interceptions, second in the ACC. So they were 31st or better in every defensive category in all of FBS and all of basically Division One college football. So they have a lot back on defense. Uh, the schedule is manageable, even though East Carolina, that's kind of a tricky opener yeah. for NC State down there. That's an improved team that Mike Houston has with a four year starter at quarterback but then you get charleston southern texas tech uconn at home you could be four and oh going to That'd clemson on october one. 1st and uh you, you you just look at the schedule uh florida state i think is going to be a little bit improved it's not quite where they want to be down there in tallahassee but i think mike norvell he's got the program better than i think really where he found it so florida state could be a little surprised syracuse i think they're no. still too down on talent virginia tech may get better as the year goes along but that's a new coach brent pry yep. now they're at virginia tech uh, and now they have a new quarterback the kid from marshall that transferred in wake forest uh, still going to be very potent offensively but can they be good enough defensively and that's why i think wake might take a small step back because they got to replace a lot there on that defensive union. Brad Lambert comes in, the DC from Purdue. And then BC, Yurkovec does come back healthy, but they've got some replacing to do. Louisville could be potentially dangerous. Malik Cunningham, a four year starter yeah. and quarterback. Scott Satterfield, new president down there at Louisville, new AD. He's on a little bit, not the hot seat, but at least a warm seat in Louisville. <laughs> so they've disappointed the last couple of years. And then, of course, North Carolina. I think North Carolina is a sell again this year because I kind of feel like Mac Brown is like the, a CEO coach. Kind of reminds me a little bit of Bobby Bowden wow. the last few years of Florida State. And he brought in his old assistant, by the way, Gene Chizik. He brought in Chiswick, and I think Chiswick eventually may take over down there in Chapel Hill. Well, 20 to 1 for the Tar Heels to, to win the ACC this year. And very quickly, Clemson, the rightful favorite. But are you surprised that they're, you got to lay the dollar 40? Everybody else, you're getting pretty good plus money. I'm on. not necessarily surprised. They still have the most talent in the conference, even though the recruiting has slipped down there in Death Valley. But now they're like ranked 6 through 10 instead of 1 through 5 in <laughs> national recruiting class. So that's slippage. But it's going to be on DJ Uyangalale. He's got to be better. Nine touchdowns, 10 interceptions last year was a real disappointment. He's got Cabe Klubnik, the five starter, breathing down his neck from Austin Westlake down there in Texas. So could we get a Kelly Bryant, Trevor Lawrence situation at quarterback this year? I don't know. I know Clemson's going to be excellent defensively. That defensive line might be the best Dabo's ever had down there. I just wish you did your homework on the conference. When we come back, let's do one of the best exercises I think we do in the network. Bet now or bet later. Come on back. It is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. football guide is out now and the NFL guide is coming in just a couple weeks so start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of every team including team trends power ratings and over under recommendations plus best bets on the season win totals division finishes and player awards remember the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a VEASAN all access subscriber sign up early and for a discounted $175 you're going to receive the college and pro football betting guides along with full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or join us for $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has to offer up to your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Back alongside Wes Reynolds, who does 
yeoman's work on that college football betting guide, along with a lot of our other great writers here at Veasan. And we want to do the exercise bet, bet now or bet later. And we do it, you and I, throughout the NFL season here when you get to the regular season. You get the numbers early in the week. Should you hold? Or if you see a good number, jump on it. In preseason, you normally you will see some line moves. And one that we kind of identified here, it's the last game on the board, and it's Sunday. And mm-hmm. it's because the Raiders just played in the Hall of Fame game and, dare I say, looked competent in a nice, easy win over Jacksonville. Now – against the Vikings, they're going to lay three and a half points, the, the total 34. And by the way, there were more points scored than expected in the game in Canton. Is this an overreaction here from the betting market that, hey, now the Raiders are kind of the buzz. They want to keep this momentum going on the good foot with Josh McDaniel, McDaniels, and they're going to lay three and a half against the Vikings, a team that I think you and I are both very high on yeah, in their division. It could be. And look, the Raiders did look very impressive for a week one, considering they didn't play a lot of the starters. Right. Uh, Derek Carr obviously didn't go. Devontae Adams didn't go. But I mentioned earlier, Jarrett Stidham, the number two guy, he is very familiar with McDaniels and was in that system in New England. So at least there's that continuity. And, you know, in the preseason when he's going against, you know, number twos and number threes on the other side's defense, yeah. you know, the the talent gap is not all that pronounced necessarily. Certainly that's not a guy you want your starter in the regular season. But I think him being in that system with uh, McDaniels and Mick Lombardi, who of course came over from New England and he's now the OC out here in Las Vegas, there's at least continuity and I think also the fact that they've already had a game against another team. They've already been able to pop pads with another team. So sometimes you get an advantage. Mm-hmm. The fact that you played that game, I'm going to be interested to see in college football, those teams that get week zero, that August 27th, that play the first weekend of September, if they're going to have an edge, you know, already having a game under their belt. Sometimes you see that materialize, but we talked about first year coaches, Vikings have a first-year head coach. Mm -hmm. Kevin O'Connell comes in, uh, was the OC for the Super Bowl champion Rams, uh, part of that Sean McVay coaching tree. So him and Wes Phillips now take over running the offense there in Minnesota. And I am bullish on Minnesota, at least for the season, because I do believe Kirk Cousins finally has an offensive coach. And I think that that's good for a guy that, you know, re-signed for a one-year deal. So Kirk Cousins is once again in a contract year. Yeah, a great year last yeah, year, numbers-wise. Yeah, exactly. They could throw the ball, but yet they kind of struggled a little bit on third down. Mm-hmm. They were good in the red zone. Couldn't really do it on third down. I know Dalvin Cook had some injuries, but you got to think with him and Alexander Madison, they're going to be able to run the ball. Can the offensive line just, you know, take that next step? And can the defense get better? But I do like Minnesota. I think they could be one of those teams that it's kind of like on the second or third level in the NFC that it wouldn't shock me to see them the second weekend or maybe even in the NFC title game if you want to go a little bit of a longer shot because we mentioned last segment are not a lot of, you know, at the top in terms of, okay, they're the surefire number one team in the NFC because you can make an argument for the Rams. You can make an argument for the Bucks, You can make an argument uh, for the pack. Exactly. With their defense. But nobody is like, okay, they're the team to beat this year. So that's why I am a little bit long on Minnesota. I did bet them to go ahead and win the division uh, this year, even though I don't think Green Bay is going to totally fall off the face of the earth. I just think that it's a two-team division with them. But back to this game, yeah, you're seeing three and a half. Like, I wouldn't chase the number, and that's kind of an overlying theme here of this segment. You've seen a lot of the moves already happen as of yesterday, Monday, especially like on totals. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of these totals, these are big moves. These totals are low anyway, because, you know, you're going to see these totals in the low to mid 30s. 
because that's just what preseason is right. because you're not getting starters all four quarters. So, like, I look at some of these totals that have moved. I think uh, the opener for Tennessee Baltimore is like 34. It's now down to 31 and a half mm. in the market. Uh, Atlanta, Detroit was 32 on the opener. That's already up to 35, 35 and a half. So, one thing I would advise in terms of if you are betting preseason, be early or pass. Don't follow these moves. I mean, if anything, you'd probably want to fade them maybe more than you want to follow them. You don't want to get the worst of the number when, you know, the lines, you know, it doesn't take as much money to move these numbers and you don't want to get caught necessarily chasing a bad line move for preseason. So I, that's my biggest piece of advice is, is don't chase them. If you miss the number, go ahead and pass or look for an end game or, you know, live to fight another day. I think it's great advice. And, and by the way, big picture, I, I'm with you on the Vikings. I, I, I look at the NFC as a whole and I go, who really scares you out there in the NFC? I think there's some value in some of those future numbers for the Vikings, because to your point, Kirk Cousins now, he was really good last year. It looks like the offense should even be better, potentially more explosive this year, their defense is really the question mark. And you correlate that with Green Bay. It's almost like the inverses are happening. I'm really big on Green Bay's defense this year. I think that might be their best unit that they have. Mm-hmm. And so I look at Minnesota and I go, well, the defense is still the question mark. Normally that was what Mike Zimmer did. Now their offense might really take that next leap if they're better on third down, as you mentioned, to keep the defense off the field. Green Bay's Achilles heel, if you can believe it, might be offensively in the passing game. As great as Aaron Rodgers is, that wide receiving core well, is not very well, good on paper. They're, they're going to be young. I mean, I yes. know they have Lazard back and they have Randall Cobb. I think Randall Cobb's on the back nine uh-huh. of his career in terms of production, but they're going to have to have rookies. Uh, the kid Christian Watson has a lot of potential, I think, out of North Dakota State that they got in the second round. That's right. But the other rookie is the one that gets ignored who I'm surprised went, you know, in like the fourth round because I remember watching him and maybe I'm getting jaded watching so much college football, but Romeo Dubs out of UNR, out of well, University he's, of he's Nevada, Reno. Right, he's the buzz I was right like, now. man, how did he go to the fourth round? All that dude did was make plays. I know people say, oh, it was against Mountain West, you know, it wasn't, a, you know, he didn't do it in the Big Ten or the SEC, but still – you know, game is game. If you've got it, it doesn't matter what conference you play in. So uh, maybe I'm selling Green Bay a little short, and I don't really want to sell number 12 short very often because he'll burn you, but I am higher on Minnesota. All right, then let me stay right there at the Green Bay theme here because they're going to take on the Niners on Friday night, and right now the Niners are a point-and-a-half favorites here over the pack, and that total right now is about 32-and-a-half. So you mentioned those talented receivers, and they are talented, but they are young. And We're talking about rookies here. We expect them to get some run here. We don't expect 12 to be out there. Would you bet it now or bet it later if you're going to look and say, well, these kids got to play. You got to play the young receivers. But again, the quarterback might not be the same guy getting the ball, certainly in the regular season. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not really wanting to go Green Bay's win total over necessarily because it's obviously going to be priced to the moon. You look at just the division in which they're in. You've got two teams that are still going to be bad, even though I think the Lions are going to be a little bit better. Bears, I think, may end up being the worst team in the league, and I actually did go ahead and bet that at 12-1 to 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 have the worst record. You know, I know Houston is the obvious favorite, and there's a couple other teams, Atlanta. I'm with you on the Bears. I think the Chicago Bears, it's going to be a rough season up there uh, on the midway uh, for my friends and your friends up there in Chicago. So, uh, 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm not very long on them. Uh, Green Bay at you know minus 140. You got to pay a little bit. I think that that's going to be a tight division at the top, where maybe 10 and seven has a chance, or 11 and six to win that division. So uh, nothing for me on the win total, and I've already bet the Vikings on the NFC North. Uh, and very quickly, as you see here, to, to win the North, if you think the Packers are going to do it again. A dollar seventy. That's that's a hefty price tag. If you really feel like it's a two-team race with them, the Vikings. I know Detroit. A lot of people there in the Motor City think it could be a big year here for year number two for Dan Campbell. We'll find out there. But you can understand why. Again, we talk about the dominance or lack thereof in the NFC. It's because of the receiving court. Now, look, the Packers are not going to look like the Packers you're used to. This mm-hmm. is going to be a running football team with a two-headed monster at running back and a defense that is dependable. Now, with Jair Alexander coming back there as one of the premier corners in this league, now that he's back and being healthy, I think it's going to be like, to me, early on in the season, I might trend to some unders for Green Bay if they play a little bit closer to the vest. If they don't trust those receivers right away, I don't see Rodgers going for broke. Yeah, it does. It does take a little bit of right? time, I think, when you're looking to establish chemistry. Look, if anybody can do it, it's Rogers. It's number 12 up there in Green Bay. But you're already seeing, by the way, they face each other week one. Very good matchup. Mm. Green Bay against Minnesota. RAC in Minnesota get a little bit of support. Still, I think in like a lot of games in week one, use the teaser. I mean, you obviously can't use them in contests necessarily, but use the teaser accordingly. There's a lot of teasable games. And uh, I think Minnesota should be in a lot of your teasers, teasing them up to eight, eight mm-hmm. and a half there in week one, because this is like the judgment day game for them in week one, because they're the unproven team. They're going to want to get after Green Bay. So uh, I would be looking at the Vikings week one, especially on teasers. And you mentioned it might be a long season for our friends in the Windy City. Roquan Smith, the talented linebacker out of Georgia, has requested a trade. Mm -hmm. So it's not getting better right now in Chicago. And are you going to see them call on Robert Quinn, some of these teams that might need a pass rusher looking at Kansas City? So just take that into account before you bet those Bears overs. When we come back, uh, maybe we'll delve a little bit more into the NFL and also look at the Major League Baseball slate. Come on back. It is the Lombardi Line here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that ladies and gentlemen please welcome sam cassell to point game i remember you came out from crying tears <laughs> crying tears. i mean he was in a culture shock he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning remember what i told you i said i said og you think i can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you're going to earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? Come on out. Convert those BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resort properties located in the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is Sports Betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligible restrictions to apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Dave Ross back alongside Wes Reynolds. This is the Lombardi Line. We've been talking a lot about the NFL today. We cannot wait getting excited for the real season, but the preseason in earnest does begin mm-hmm. this week. So we do have two games on tap for Thursday. We've talked about those a little bit. There's a couple that do intrigue me that I want to get your thoughts. We were talking about bet now or bet later, how much these lines might move here before we get to kickoff of the preseason week. Number one, it's the jets and the Eagles. And we talked about the big news today and you broke it right here on the show. When you saw it right there on Twitter that earlier today, it looks like Makai Becton uh, a guy that was maybe emerging, but at least the starter at left tackle is going to be out potentially for the rest of the season. So now the Jets are one, one and a half point favorites that you're seeing here at BetMGM against the Eagles. And I look at the quarterback rooms and I go, well, advantage Eagles. But then again, as we saw with the Rams, just because maybe the overall quarterback room is better, it doesn't mean those guys are going to play. Mm-hmm. How much of the, well, we need to see Zach Wilson out there. We need to see Wonder Boy year number two really improve. Do you think we see him at all in week number one? How do you handicap that when you look at the quarterback rooms? Because I like the quarterback room that I see overall with Philadelphia. Yeah, I, I do too. And look, Hurts, uh, obviously, this is the big year where he's got to take a step up. They've certainly, you know, put some support around him. The acquisition of A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. They got a pretty good receiving core along with Devontae Smith. You know, pretty loaded in terms of the running back room. Not one real standout, but everybody's kind of equal, so they can go two, three deep there. So offensively, you got to think that they're going to be very good in the second year under uh, Nick Sirianni there as head coach. Carson Strong, there it is. a kid out of uh, University of Nevada, who I thought, uh, did he, I believe he went undrafted. Which was amazing because yeah. there was a lot of buzz about Carson Strong. I mean, there were times like late in the college football season, I thought, okay, this is going to be a good second-day quarterback, mm-hmm. and then he didn't get drafted. But uh, And then you look at the uh, Jets room. uh, Three of those guys started at one point last year. Zach Wilson, Joe Flacco, Mike White, Chris Strevler, who was uh, with the Arizona Cardinals last year. Now, there's another guy that's kind of a running quarterback, Mm. uh, was, I believe, with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers in the CFL. Uh, So there's a guy that can run a little bit. Like, if you get deep into that fourth quarter, and those are the type of guys you like that could kind of be like, okay, jailbreak here, you know, now I got to take off and go off to the races and move the chains uh, late. So... You know, just looking at this game, I have not bet this, and I likely will not. I would lean a little bit with the Jets, laying the one on the road in Philadelphia. Philadelphia has got a lot of hype this year. Look, I love what they did in the offseason. They drafted well. I like the trades that they made, getting A.J. Brown. But that's a team, and there's always a couple teams, especially that first week we get into the regular season, that get a little bit too hyped. And I think Philadelphia could be one of those key. And they play the Detroit Lions, who I think they're laying four and a half at BetMGM. I believe that's the highest in the market. It's mostly painted four on the screen. 
Uh, I, you might see four and a half, maybe five, as people bet this Eagles high. And I kind of like Detroit so in that week I. one game because remember Detroit got licked last year, 44 to six. And, and a lot of their losses, and they had a lot of losses, 13 of them, in fact, last year. But they were competitive in the majority of those games. They were not competitive against Philadelphia. So you get this team week one, you get a Philadelphia team kind of thinking hype, like, yeah, we're going to take over Dallas. We're the most talented roster in this division. And I do think that they are in the NFC East, but it's like, okay, we're, we're, you know, this is our year. This is our time here in Philadelphia. And maybe, you know, kind of don't, I'm not saying they're going to totally look past them, but they could, yeah, we beat these guys pretty easily last year. Lions, a very dangerous underdog in week one. By the way, if you go back to week one a year ago, maybe depending on uh, your perspective and certainly your side, the Lions come back to cover the eight and a half that they were getting and lose when they had those two onside kicks. That might be the best cover of the year. I remember when we were doing the green zone and we had stringers from all across the league. And I believe our guy, Dieter Kurtenbach in we, the Bay area. We cut him loose. Yeah. We sent him away at like halftime. This was a blowout, <laughs> but Dieter, I think was still on because he was working on a uh, writing story yeah. and all that stuff. He's like, Hey, I'm still here guys. I was like, Oh, okay, good. We have you. It's like, what the hell's going on here? Detroit, uh, you know, all of a sudden makes no that quit. a one score game. So just something to keep in mind here for week one, because uh, if you remember that from last year, like we do, there was no quitting those lines, and maybe they get four, four and a half. That's something you want to look at if those numbers move. Getting back to the preseason here, uh, week number one. And again, we talked a little bit about uh, the Steelers and the Seahawks here with their quarterback room situations. What about the Colts and the Bills? Now, the Bills right now are a point and a half favorites, uh, 34 and a half on a Saturday game against Indianapolis. You know this Colts team well. You're going to do the write up for Vison here for the pro football betting guide on the AFC South. Look, it's still a change to a degree. Matt Eberflus mm-hmm. is gone as defensive coordinator. He takes over with the Bears. And that might actually be a good thing from what I'm hearing for the Colts this year. When you look at the Colts here in this week one game and bigger picture, what do you make of Indianapolis? Yeah, uh, Matt Ryan, all uh, initial reports have been very good. Yeah. I believe uh, yesterday I saw still hasn't thrown an interception in training camp. So obviously that's a very good thing. It's got some young receivers, though, and they've got to step up here. Paris Campbell's got to stay healthy. Michael Pittman, can he emerge as the, as the number one guy? Because T.Y. Hilton was kind of the ex officio number one guy for years. He is no longer there. So Jack Doyle also retired at tight end. Mm-hmm. So they've got some young guys. They drafted a couple tight ends, including a big kid out of University of Virginia that they really, really like. But, you know, we know that they're going to run the ball really well. We know they got arguably the best running back in the NFL at Jonathan Taylor, and they got a, you know, a top five to 10 offensive line uh, led by uh, Quentin Nelson, the ballet of islands, number 56 <laughs> there at left guard. So they're going to be able to run the ball. And Matt Ryan, I still think has some gas left in that tank, but can that receiving core step up? Uh, you look at the rotation for the preseason, Nick Foles reunites with uh, Frank Reich. Uh, so at least a quality backup because their backups last year were Sam Ellinger and Jake. Jacob Eason, you know, both really young guys. So Nick Foles at least has some competence and can be a good backup uh, accordingly. Uh, Bill's quarterback rotation, same. Josh Allen, Case Keenum, Matt Barkley. So did not bet this game. This number looks right. Buffalo uh, did lose to the Colts, actually, in the regular season up there in western New York. So nothing really for me on this game. It looks like the Colts have gotten the support, at least on first glance. This open, I think is like two and a half or three Mm -hmm. now seeing down to one and a half. Like I say, these numbers move fast in the preseason. By the way, you mentioned the quarterback room there in Buffalo. I mean, when you look at Barkley, who probably will get a lot of action, you would assume uh, against the Colts in this game, that's who you're really betting on here. If you're going to weigh the point Mm -hmm. and a half for the bills, 
What is it with SC quarterbacks that just live forever? Like we talked about right. Mark, Mark Sanchez at double digits uh, in, in the NFL mm-hmm. and he kept hanging on as a backup. We're seeing it now with guys like Barkley uh, with the Bills. Case Keenum, look, that, there's another veteran there. So they've got some guys in Barkley and Keenum to back up Josh yeah. Allen. Again, whether or not you want to dabble in the preseason or not. But, you know, last year was Mitchell Trubisky. And now it's going to be Case Keenum backing up because it feels like for the Bills, with all those future plays out there, it's Allen or bust. I mean, right. It's the favorite to win the MVP. They are the favorites to win the AFC and the short favorite right now in the betting market to win the Super Bowl. New OC up there in Buffalo, too, by the way. Ken right. Dorsey, the former quarterback at the U. Uh, I believe uh, Joe Brady is the quarterback's coach now. And uh, Brian Dable, of course, the head coach for the New York Giants. So I don't know if I'm going to see a lot of change necessarily in the offense. I don't think you want to mess with something that's pretty good with Josh Allen. All right, very quickly, if I can get to one more game here. It's the Cowboys. I have to ask about America's team here. Getting two and a half against the Broncos. And, you know, we talk about new coaches, right? And they've got one down there in Denver. If things don't go well in Dallas, there could be a new coach this year. You feel like talking about the hot seat. Mike McCarthy clearly is on it. How much do you think the boys, if they're getting two and a half, do they try to show something in preseason week number one? Nathaniel Hackett, another one of those first-year head coaches there in Denver. Uh, I don't think we're going to see a lot of Russell Wilson in game one. Josh Johnson, Brett Rippon are the other two quarterbacks. Johnson's a guy. You talk about a guy that's had nine lives. Wow. He's been with everybody pretty much in this league. So he's a guy that's a veteran that can scramble. Uh, so small lean would be to, like, the Broncos on the money line. But uh, I don't know if I'm going to get involved necessarily for that. I wonder how Dallas is going to come out because right. they're getting a little bit doubted now. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's not like it's not like just, okay, put a check mark by the Cowboys. They're going to easily win this division. They're going to have a fight on their hands with the Eagles. <sighs> Mike McCarthy, please do not try to overextend in the preseason as, as, as somebody might want to get into the Cowboys futures markets here. It still means nothing. I would hope to see a lot of Cooper Rush uh, and Will Greer and maybe Danucci. get some more run there from mm-hmm. James Madison. Ben could be back in the fold as well. Boy, it's almost upon us. Yeah. Preseason week number one begins in earnest on Thursday. I know. Now it's like we feel like we're forgetting about baseball. By the way, I'm going with our guy, Will Hill. I like the under seven and uh, the Yankees and the Mariners, Colin Castillo tonight. And maybe take a look at San Francisco in the first five against Padres. Padres all of a sudden. Whoa. Slipping a little bit. Maybe this is the buy low spot, though, if you like them for the NL pennant, because they only play, I believe, two games the rest of August against teams with winning records. Wes, good to be back with you. Good to be with you. We want to thank Will Hill for joining us as well. Matt Santos, great job behind the glass. Thanks for watching the Lombardi Line here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.